selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. Hey everybody, Christian Spicer here. Today is Wednesday. It is actually March 8th, 2023. But Wednesday, more importantly, means it is paid DLC day. That's right. On Wednesdays, if you are a Cool Ranch or higher patron over at patreon.com slash dlcpod, you get an entire bonus show that we call paid DLC. Now, on this main show... You know, Jeff and I have been joking, and I've been giving Jeff a hard time, and we've been chatting about how do we describe what paid DLC is. He quotes some folks during the main show and talks about how it's silly, zany, fun, uh, Jeff, Lana, and I hanging out, chit-chatting, things going wherever they go. But we thought, you know, what better way to let people know what paid DLC is all about than sharing uh, an episode of paid DLC with everybody so they can get a feeling for it. This episode that you are about to hear was recorded originally in, um, recorded and released on February 1st of 2023. And the description is, this week, Jeff, Lana, and Christian talk about Lana's ski trip, chat board games, Jeff's view on geese, all geese, Lana being stalked by a coyote, and how Christian says a word. I'm not going to say the word because that gives away part of the conversation. So this is that episode, again, recorded on February 1st, 2023. It's a fun one. It'll give you a taste about what paid DLC is pretty much each and every week. And if you want to get more, you can just head over to patreon.com slash dlcpod, sign up at the Cool Ranch or higher level, and get a little bit of glee delivered to you every single Wednesday. Here's the episode. Ladies and gentlemen, the triumphant return of the paid DLC program. Woo! Every week we're here, Wednesdays, because you make it possible. 
your support of us, your patronage is much appreciated. And it means we get to hang out. We? Who's we? Well, it's me, Jeff Kanata. And I'm here with Christian Spicer. Hey, Christian. Hello. And our friend Lana Bashinsky is back from her her mountain getaway, which looked delightful. Welcome back, Lana. Thank you. Thank you so much. It was wonderful, you know, going into it. Big question mark. Hanging out with the colleagues for a long time. Yeah. It's like a, uh, a recipe for a disaster. But it was it was great. It was really fantastic. Played some the games and the cabins. Mwah, did, love it. Did did colleagues become friends? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> now we we arrived as colleagues and we left as friends. What a time. What a time. We, we arrived as coworkers and left as Trevor got fired for cause. <laughs> uh, no, we so- all told Trevor enough was enough, but Trevor didn't live. There was no one named Trevor, I hope. <laughs> no, no, no Trevor. It was a very wholesome adventure. We had everybody, uh, most people wanted to pass out at like 8 p.m. because, you know, you know, snowboarding. You know, we worked desk jobs. It was a physical. No, it sounds like strain. living a dream to me. Sleep, go to sleep at eight p.m. Oh, beautiful! <laughs> but we played like a twenty-person game of wavelength. Oh, I love that game! It was oh my so god, that was the best good. game, right? Isn't that awesome? Yeah. The thing that's so cool about wavelength is you. It evolves, right? As you play it more, you go. I see what the other team is doing, <laughs> and you start, and then they go. I see that they see what we're doing and, and you kind of have to keep changing your tactics. It's it's so cool, that game. Yeah. So for folks who don't know what Wavelength is, there's sort of this box that has a big dial on it. And you kind of cut – there's a, sh- a shield for the dial and the, there's a – the place that is behind the shield has a sort of a, a gradient of like your possible area to get points. So oh, you- I, I thought of the wrong game. Sorry. I was thought oh. of the wrong game. I was thinking of the wrong game. <laughs> There's another game that sounds kind of like that. Sorry, go ahead. But I know what wavelength is. But I, I was thinking of the wrong game. He, he oh, actually doesn't. Oh, like, so he actually doesn't like this game, Lance. This, no, this game's, game's terrible. terrible. No, I'm kidding. This no, game's this game's awful. fun. But t- continue with your description. I just wanted to. You probably were going like, <laughs> really? Were- it evolves. I do think it evolves. I do think that people are seeing the way that people are playing the game, and they change the way because everybody's trying to get a reaction from the room. Anyway, yeah. There's like a Tomb Raider area- with Angelina Jolie. Oh. Uh, Yes, the jet ski scene. I oh wait, Indiana Jones. Sorry, wrong. <laughs> sorry. No, I'm 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 sorry. Go ahead, explain what. I won't interrupt you anymore. I just wanted to make sure that people were aware that I'm dumb. Okay. Go, no, people are aware though. Go ahead. There's <laughs> a dial. There's only a certain wedge where you can get points, and the closest to the middle of that wedge you can get points is the maximum amount of points. And then you pull like a card, and the card will say something like forgivable and unforgivable and that is like the scale Mm. that you have to try and get your team to put the dial in the correct spot it's like you know out of 10 you're not supposed to use numbers but like out of of 10 on the scale right get it stuck right in the middle of that wedge and so you have to say something everybody knows okay this is a scale on a scale from forgivable to unforgivable socks and sandals and then there's right. like a big debate that happens 
about where that falls on the scale. Yeah. And the other team can like see what, what your team has done and say, oh, I, we think it's more to the left or more to the right. And they can get points if you miss the wedge. And so it's like a big 20, like 20 person debate about how forgivable or unforgivable or whatever they, you know, I could say like we had one that was like a circle to square. Like the yeah. things can be like simple concepts or like more complicated things, but it was like such a great way to bring like the whole team together. Uh, and it's a, that's a fun talk game. about ridiculous things. It's very, very fun. It, it, it's funny because you, you go, well, unforgivable to, you know, unforgivable, a, a 10 is, you know, murdering babies, right? That's easy. We all, we're all clear on what unforgivable is. Right. But like, what's a, what's a six? What's a four? <laughs> What's so fun about it is like how do you how do you dial that in in the, this weird range that is very subjective and sort of arbitrary? Uh, would, yeah, I Trevor, would, I, what's a what's a what's a constantly leaving your water on a colleague's desk every day? Where do you put that one? You know, once it's a two. After a week, I think it moves up to a six, Trevor. After being emailed about it from HR. Uh, let me tell you, I I thought of. I thought of you this weekend, Jeff, because I was the, I had to bring it home for the team. Okay. It's the last round. And I'm the only, I think I'm the only person that got the team to guess a perfect right in the middle of that wedge, got the four points, brought home the win. And on a scale of forgivable to unforgivable, I said, being a fan of Avatar one and they <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> Not cool, Lana. Not cool. <laughs> they nailed it. It That's was a perfect funny. clue. Four, if it was a four of unforgivable? No, it was more towards forgivable, but it dipped. <laughs> it was like around a 6.5. Mostly <laughs> forgivable, but a fan? Not just like, <laughs> not just like, oh, I liked the movie, well, but like a fan was the debate. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I am six unforgivable then. I, uh, I, I, hey, um, unforgivable is a good movie too. So if you're on a scale of unforgivable. You mean unforgiven? Yes, I do. <laughs> uh, just for the record, the, the game that I was thinking of uh, that I thought you were referencing when you said wavelength um, that I got conflated in my head is a game called Decrypto. Have you heard of Decrypto? Lena? I've not. I think they all went bankrupt, didn't they? Yeah, decrypto is uh, <laughs> is debankrupt. <laughs> you don't want to have debord apes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, no, decrypto is this incredible game that mm. it's two teams, and you are trying to guess. So let me read the uh, let me read the actual uh, board game geek description. Uh, so uh, each team has their own screen, and in the screen they took four cards. Oh, this is pathetic. I don't want to know exactly what it is. Anyway, you're trying to guess cards on the other team. You give clues, and they hear your clue, and your clue can give them information that you don't want them to have. So mm -hmm. you're trying to give a clue. So basically one member of your team is on their side, and one member of their team is on your side. And you're giving a clue to the same thing at the same time. So you have to give a clue to your your guy on the other team in a way that doesn't clue in their, uh, their whole team to the answers. It's brilliant because you start talking in these weird codes <laughs> that you're trying to mask what you're saying, but also give enough information to your teammate. 
it's brilliant. It's so much fun and so crazy. And as I said, as I excitedly mentioned, it evolves because you start realizing, oh, they clued in on this thing. So we need to be even more obscure or weird in how we talk. It's awesome. Anyway. It looks very cute. Cool design. Nice pieces. Yeah. 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 It's uh, it's pretty fun. Who um, who was the person to take out board game, Lana? Like, was that a known quantity of like, or was it like, ski trip, ski trip, and then it was like, skiing's over for the day, board game time. And someone was like, oh, no. Oh, people showed up with boxes. Like, we brought oh, really? like a bunch. Yeah. Christian's so, the oh no guy. No, well, some people, some people ski and when they're done skiing, they're like, I'm Don't now going to, to fall asleep or yeah, drink myself into oblivion. Like, yes. I feel like there's some people that aren't looking to continue doing after a day of doing. If that, there's if there's that lots sense. of people. We sort of planned that the last night that we were all out there together would be the night that we would like hang out in in the evening because nobody wanted to wake up early. The first two nights that we were there, everybody was like, no, good night. Oh, we put on briefly <laughs> in my cabin. We They had like a box of DVDs and we were like, oh, let's see what they got. And we were like, well, we obviously out of all of these have to watch Prince of Persia with Jake Gyllenhaal because it's a video game movie and it is so bad. Yeah. But we only watched it for like 30 minutes and all of us were like, we're so tired. Get out of here. I'm going to bed. So everybody was pretty self-sufficient and independent but in the last night everybody's like this is when we're hanging out and everybody saw at least i saw the stack of board games that people brought and i was like i hope we dig into these so that's okay did you play anything other than wavelength or was that the only one that now we played monikers as well monikers which i didn't know was like a a game you could buy because i've always called it boulette i've heard people call it fishbowl and i've always oh celebrity we call it um, – go ahead. Describe it maybe. Okay. There's three rounds and yeah. you're using the same cards, quote-unquote cards, mm-hmm. for every round. The thing about Boulette is uh, basically everybody who's playing gets to write like three or five cards, which are a piece of paper, and then you put them in a bowl. But in Boulette, you crunch them in the tiniest little ball that you can. So when people have to try and read them, they have to first unfurl them. <laughs> yeah. uh, and it's uh, – the first round is like catchphrase where you can say anything but the words on the card to get people right. to guess it. Second round is charades. And the third round is you get one word um, to get people to guess what you're doing. But it's That's funny. easier over we time. Go, we play this in different word. word. I think we go any word, one word, pantomime. Monikers yeah. does that too. But we always yeah. put, did it backwards because we always – I know charades always seem, or one word always seem like the hardest one. You want to uh, be no, I, I feel like I've always felt that pantomime because now you have no words and you you've established a. Uh, what happens is you kind of establish a pattern because everybody remembers the um, the way you got the the person to say it with the words. So They're you a go, wet blanket, and then they say the name, and the yeah. next round you just go blanket, and everybody's yeah. like, and now you have to figure out how to convey blanket because we all have now associated blanket with this word, so. But we always called it. We always called it celebrities, or actually, we called it Boutros. But that's a whole long story. Boutros. Oh. We called it Boutros because the first time my friend played it, somebody put in Boutros Boutros Gali mm. uh, as the name, and he had never heard of Boutros Boutros Gali, who was the head of the UN for a long time. Um, and uh, or yeah, not maybe it was UN or NATO, whatever it is, doesn't matter. Boutros Boutros Gali, famous person. But he never heard of it, so it, we called it Boutros from then on because it was hilarious because he was like, Boutros, Boutros, golly, what is this nonsense phrase? And everybody else was like, 
It's a person, you moron. So uh, uh, we call, wrote that a lot of people call that celebrity. A jerk. What? Whoever wrote that is a jerk, though. Well, everybody else had heard of Boutros Boutros Gali. And the whole point is to come up with names that are going to create ridiculous interactions, right? It's the whole point is like, yeah. yeah. Oh, so did you play with only celebrity names? We played with like, people would write long phrases. Oh, really? And it was like so challenging. And so, and people would write so many. So we'd have so many boulettes huh. in the bowl. Um and there's one year it's very contentious with my family at Christmas as my brother Jared. We were like, no made up words. It's got to at least be words or very popular names. That's it. Yeah. My brother wrote the phrase, that's a dill don't. <laughs> and let me tell you, nobody could get that one guest, period. And it was like a big, quote unquote, fight. A big friendly debate with the family about whether oh, wow. or not that was a valid bullet clip. We would do – that's funny. I I would think that would be so much harder to do a phrase like it that is. because <laughs> no one says that's a dill don't, right? Yeah. Um, but now I will forever. I certainly uh, dill don't ever say that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we, so we would – our rule was the celebrities, it, it had to be someone that everybody basically understood. It could be a, a fictional character. It could be Homer Simpson. It could be – you know, or it could be yeah, Boutros, Boutros Golly. Oh, it, it, but it had to be someone that – you couldn't be – you know, there's always the one sports person who puts in like the third baseman from the 1967 Padres, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's like I, nobody knows. It. You have to you have to have some kind of Hank confidence Skelter, that other people are going to know this person. <laughs> it could be obscure, but it has to be like I've literally never heard of that person. Uh, yeah, we do person or thing that at least one other person in the group has heard of that you know yeah. you think at least one other person in the group has heard of and then when we play with our kids it's fun because i mean there's total group mind where like every kid that's playing will put in the same thing you know like if we're playing well, at christmas it'll be like every kid will put in frosty and then as you pull it out you like just do one and then you're like the thing i just did <laughs> it's like oh frosty, i was just, I I was just <laughs> gonna mention that same exact thing that i don't think that's unique to kids i, I find it so bizarre every time i play celebrity or Boutros invariably three people put in the same weird person that nobody had mentioned <laughs> earlier, you know, like three people put in Michael Jordan or something. It's like no one was talking about basketball in any sense. And yet everybody weirdly went to the same place. It's we uh, had one time when three different people wrote crazy ass goose. <laughs> Is that because that phrase. You'd, you'd seen one of those walking There's through like your a, living room? There's like an old YouTube video uh, of a yeah. dude, like a, a goose that's like keeps trying to attack this dude's dog and he just grabs it by the neck and keeps throwing it in the water. Doesn't hurt it. It keeps coming back to like attack his dog. And he just goes, crazy ass goose. <laughs> Can I tell you something? Yeah. <laughs> Buckle in because we're about to go on a tangent. <laughs> oh, okay. Hold on. Uh, there is no such thing as a not crazy ass goose. There, every goose is crazy ass. And you're going to say to me, you're going to say to me. die upon ejecting from an airplane? <laughs> yeah, that was the craziest one of all. <laughs> you never close your eyes anymore. All right, let's hear this. Let's hear this. There's uh, never. A, a, you want to know? Uh, do you want to know how yeah, I know? Yes. Yes. Um, yep. Because my grandfather, my grandparents on my mom's side are geese. <laughs> long line of geese. In fact, they walk in a long line. 
they had a pet goose. Oh, sick. They had, and not because they decided they wanted to have a pet goose. <laughs> it decided it was their pet. It showed up on their property one day and it decided it was going to stay. <laughs> no matter what they did. And you know what? As like a six-year-old who would go over to grandma and grandpa's house, that goose friggin' hated me. It, it thought you were trying me. to pull a goose. It was like, look at this kid trying to pull a goose, trying He's to move like, on I, in. This is my house, kid. <laughs> Get out of here. Was it like a Canada goose or like one of those big geese with like the big bills? Big geese. Well, I don't Ooh. know if you know a big bill. Like it has a big... Like there's like a no Canada no it, it, like it had like a duck face. bill almost like a long yeah. protruding bill yeah. but it would it would come up and it would bring its feathers out and it would go <laughs> and chase me like that <laughs> stick its tongue out of its mouth because newsflash geese have tongues the six year old me learned very very fast. Tongue. When you went in for a kiss and you were like, uh, oh, come, come on, old, I'm not doing Frenchies. Come on. I don't know what you teach your children. Hey, but- practice makes perfect. I'm like, go get a goose. <laughs> go get this done. Golden goose. Um, no, it, it would stick its tongue straight out, put its wings, extend its wings from its side, make itself really big, hiss at me and chase me. Chase me around the yard. Out of anger. What would your grandparents is- do? Be like, oh, Susan, Susan's having the ge- a day. Goose. No. You know what the goose's name was? What? Goose. Its name was Goose, Christian. <laughs> this is my favorite part of the story. Is it started with every goose is a crazy-ass goose based upon – I mean – I agree, There's no such but, thing as a not. This is a, but, this is not a typical goose behavior. But it behavior. boils down into your story with one goose. This, but this is what I learned in experiencing this very personal goose story of my life. Is that this is goose behavior? This is how geese geese. Oh, I love that so much. Every we because I go watch you, Fly Away you? Home and then be like, "Come on, geese, that's not real." That's not it, real. They would be kissing and biting. No, yeah. No, no. All, uh, to, all, there's been a, a whitewashing of geese. <laughs> to to follow, I mean, it's, it's on the same tangent, but I will tell you, um, every Amanda is a wonderful, loving human being. Let me tell you how you I know this. To this. You don't have to. You don't <laughs> no, have no, to. no. Let me, every single Amanda is, and here's how I can you tell you I know this. You don't have to stuck up to it. To the her, one I'm on married show. to is. So ipso facto, um, they all are. That's how I know it. Let what me tell you, Amanda every child, kiss? wonderful. I'm looking for wonderful. Amanda hugging kiss. Wonderful. I'm sure they're wonderful if you find them. Every single. That's a uh, reference. Uh, let me tell you how I know. No, this. no, no. I no, you, met you're, one once. You're you're mocking me, and yet. <laughs> You don't have firsthand goose knowledge like I do. I, let me tell you, I agree that these are crazy. When I was a kid, Thank I you. used to go to this park in Calgary. I don't remember the name of the park. Goose Park? Princess Island Park. It had mm. a ton of geese. And you'd go, like, feed them, whatever. But wait, I wait, 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 once... wait. I'm sorry. I know I've been interrupting you a lot tonight, today, and I feel very bad about that. But I can't let that one go. I, my favorite thing is, I can't remember the name of the park. It's Princess Island Park. Anyway. <laughs> 
I forgot it, and then I immediately remembered it. It was amazing. That was amazing. And it wasn't like a normal name of a thing. You're like, ah, there's no way I'm ever going to come up with a Princess Island Park. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. I totally Uh, derailed you, but go, go. Um. They had a bunch of geese there. We used to go, like, feed them as kids. But there's ones that we went, like, there's a big park playing frisbee with the family, whatever. And I had, like, a ham sandwich. And I threw it. And I was like, oh, no. There was, like, a bit of ham in that one. And after it ate it, that's when it started, like, doing the thing and hissing and chasing. And I was like, it has a taste for meat. And I thought that I... I thought that I poisoned that goose's brain like a zombie and that it was like, now I can only eat. It has the and taste. It, was, it has it the taste. The it was like the like, same I'm height as me. It really freaked mm. me out when I was a kid. Goose is like bread, <laughs> nut, grains. Mm, delicious. Wait, what? What is this? What is this incredible thing? Oh, 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 it's all around me. They're made of meat. I can have them. Well, uh, I want you to know, Lana, hmm. however many years later, you can feel good that you you are not responsible because that's just how geese are. <laughs> They're a-holes. I don't know. I think – so my wife had, did have her booty chomped by a goose when she was a little kid. I've heard that story oh, from her parents. Oh, well, well, times. well. The evidence is piling up, isn't it? But, but Jeff, may I, may I ask this question? Uh your grandparents kept this goose. They had so no choice. Maybe the a-hole was you, you know? Like, if one of the things is the problem, and it's clearly not the one that your grandparents keep as a pet. <laughs> what? Maybe you're the problem. I mean, I will, I will admit that I am a problem most of the time. However, <laughs> we have now all reluctantly revealed... <laughs> a-hole geese stories let me tell you no one has a great story of a goose doing something awesome no one is like oh you know that does remind me of the time that a goose returned my sandwich wallet (laughs) better way better i'm googling better i'm googling goose does good deed (laughs) there's no such thing i agreed with you it was just so funny i was ready for you to be like i read an article about how geese are like Especially disposed to be aggressive. I was like ready for that. Like it wasn't that I disagreed with your point. It's that it was like, here's a tangent. All geese are oh. like this. Here's my one experience with a wait, goose. Wait, wait, wait. Type in, go to Google right now on Chrome. Go to your browser and type in geese are. <laughs> okay. And what hap- what comes up? What are the top? What are the top? We're, we're landing left. I got uh, never swans as the first one. Yeah. Are evil. Yep. Are mean. Yep. Are scary. Yep. Thank are you. Are birds. Those are the ones. I Those guess. are the. That's what people. Geese are evil. Geese are mean. Geese are scary. That's what Google tells you because it's true. I'm so sick of people having a good opinion of geese. Does anybody <laughs> really have? They made like a whole game about a goose being a jerk yeah. because it's such a resonant experience. Well, yes, but you, you two. I've been trying to tell me that I have this weird outlier experience that isn't consistent with goose behavior. Wait, it hold is. on, hold on. It's page three, but I just found a story about humankind saved by kind goose. Uh, it took place in 1827, and um, 
I'm just joking. That'd be great though, wouldn't it? Like the fall of humanity was uh, the only thing that stopped Chernobyl from being an even bigger disaster is when a goose named Plucky <laughs> sacrificed itself and flew in straight to the reactor core and pooped everywhere. Um, no, they are angry birds, Jeff. But yeah, how, how, I mean, they're how not, parents, they're not in how, angry birds. There, there is yeah, one that's kind of goose like. All right. I don't know. I didn't really play that game. Don't, Sorry. didn't they just call animal control and be like, get this duck, duck, goose, this goose out of here? If a goose <laughs> was randomly goose, decided, did the goose, was the goose nice to them? Could they like pet it and stuff or was it just around? It was, uh, <laughs> it, it wasn't was a pet, nice it was a housemate. which was just yeah. like, what's up, losers? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was playing PlayStation constantly in the living room. <laughs> rent, eh, I'll Wait. show you rent. Who drank all my LaCroix? I had an entire six packs of a LaCroix in here. And you just look in the living room and there's just the geese surrounded by cans. cans. LaCroix around the goose. Because, like, like, if a goose showed up and was randomly nice to me and it was like my buddy and would like sit with me and like hiss at everybody else, I'd be like, yeah, that's my, that's mine. That's my my back. Yeah. But if it was just like hissing at everybody and they just couldn't get it to leave, I'd be like, Gary. Such a jerk. Yeah. Unfortunately, both <laughs> my grandparents have passed away, so I can't I can't ask them directly about that. I mean, maybe I can ask my, my mom. Maybe she would know. Because as a kid, you don't question it. It's just like the goose arrived at their house, and they let it. I, my understanding was they wanted the goose to leave, what with how it treated their grandkids. <laughs> but it would not leave. Uh. And so they leaned into it and we're just like, this is our, <laughs> this is our goose. We're going to name it goose. <laughs> uh, I love the idea that like, all right, Jeffrey, we're going to grandma and grandpa's. Oh no, you'll be okay. fine. Jeff. Yeah. I packed you four slices of wonder bread. Just, just keep the, keep the <laughs> no. goose happy, Jeff. Just put I it can't, in your pocket. Mom, I can't. I... No, he knows it's in there. He knows. <laughs> <laughs> just don't look directly at the goose i have to look at the goose i can't look away from the goose <laughs> why you put all my toys right near where the goose hangs out <laughs> uh, well well jeff that's no longer your room that's that's goose's room it wasn't a decision that we made lightly it's uh why it two in the morning and the goose like was hissing G. at us Joe so much <laughs> <laughs> the goose had a knife <laughs> The goose, <laughs> the goose may have had a knife. <laughs> I mean, uh, I would love someone now that has a better programmer than I. I, I really do want six-year-old Jeff hacked into the PC version of uh, <laughs> uh, the goose, goose game. game. Yeah. yeah. I never played that game. And now I'm starting to realize maybe I had some post-traumatic stress about it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't – I never really – you know, analyzed why I didn't play that game because everybody was talking about it at the time, and I was like, oh, I don't feel like that game's for me. <laughs> but now I kind of it kind of putting two and two together right now, like in real time, guys, making some discoveries about myself. <laughs> Re that goose game. <laughs> Therapy on Wednesday mornings, you know, that's what we're yeah. here for. So, Jeff, tell us about the goat. What happened? To you, I mean, the goat. Uh, Michael Jordan is a very good player. I, I've used his name in Boutros many times. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. That's so funny. Have you ever had, like, um, wildlife 
attacks or encounters, Lana? Was it more common? You're Canadian. Canada, Don't you get attacked by moose, meeses all the time? I've never <laughs> seen a moose in real life. That's a fact. Oh, I have. I've seen I, so many meese. They're, they're scary, man. They're but, scary. They, they will charge you. I can't believe Like a just... lot, like $1,000. Like, you want a picture? It's <laughs> <laughs> 1000 bro. Autograph, 500 more. I saw this I saw this moose standing in front of the man's Chinese theater, and he charged me so much. <laughs> I saw you look. I saw you take a picture. That's a tip. That's a tip. <laughs> um, I really can't believe you. I was just thinking about this, and I was thinking I should definitely not tell this story. Oh, get, that's the best kind of story. To, no. I get made fun of for telling the story all the time, but it's real. It really happened to me. I'm not messing around. And it was so crazy at the time. Um, and I'll uh, make it shorter because it's long. But uh, when I lived in Irvine, I didn't drive. I didn't have a driver's license. It was terrible. Um, Irvine is known as a... Really walking, walking friendly city. <laughs> <laughs> I lived there for six years. I didn't get a car until I got my job at Riot. I had a bicycle. What was year three like? You were like, eh, I'm already three years in. What are we going to do now? I didn't, so I learned how to drive in Canada. And then I moved to San Francisco and lived there for six years. But I only had a learner's permit because I moved when I was like 18. I didn't learn. I didn't drive when I was 16. And so I was like, eh, it expired eventually. And I was like, oh, well, now I have to use my passport to get into a bar. And that's annoying, but whatever. Didn't think anything of it until I moved to Irvine. And I was like, this is really awful. <laughs> but I didn't like know anybody you bus- well busing? enough. Using well, no, no, I used Uber. And oh. every year me and my roommate would do like our taxes. And we'd calculate all the money we spent in like car costs and gas and maintenance. And I would tally up all the Uber that I took to do everything in my life. And mine was thousands of dollars cheaper. Really? Wow. And so I, I was like, I not think that. Honestly. I know. And so that was like the main reason that I didn't. I was like, it's still, I mean, Blizzard notoriously in your face. So I was eh, super broke. And so I was like, I'm still just going to Uber because I, I don't have the money to do anything else. Wow. Um, and so I did that. But I, it's, you know, you can't also do anything. That's why I don't like never been to LA until I like started at Riot, basically, even though I lived right next to it. Like, there's a lot of things that made my life. Very annoying. Um, I was in great shape, though, because I walked to work every day. And after a <laughs> while, I was like, oh, walking takes so long. It took me like 40 minutes to walk to work. And I was like, I'm going to start jogging to work just because it'll get me there faster. <laughs> um, uh, but I would leave really early. I used to get to my desk. I used to get to work at 645 in the morning. So oh I get up super early. Nobody's out and nobody's walking. Because it's Irvine and it's through the San Diego Creek Trail, which is like this drainage ditch that is like a nasty little drainage ditch. And it goes under these overpasses and it's the barren, gross trail thing. And it was the summer that there was a drought, like a very intense drought. And so all the coyotes were coming down from the hills. So basically every summer? It was summer. Yeah, it was summer. Yes. But it, I remember this summer, it was like a particularly bad one because they kept being like, packs of coyotes are attacking people. And I was like, I'll be fine. Anyway, I did start seeing this like one coyote. That one, that that one goose was like, hey, she's got meat. <laughs> <laughs> Word exactly. gets around. Oh, my Word gosh. Gets around. It's headed out for me. It's had a vendetta. Um, so you had a, you had a coyote stalker? I had a coyote stalker, but I'd always be like, hey, Wiley, you stay over there, my dude. <laughs> 
Uh, and then there's one morning that I was walking away and there's like a lizard on the path, like sunbathing. And I'm like, wow, oh, what a beautiful lizard. And I like stopped to take a picture of it. And then I looked up and that coyote was like right there, like feet. I'm going to say seven feet away from me and like yeah, just like- staring me. Wow. And I was like, I could punch a coyote. I could do it. I could kick this coyote <laughs> if I have to. And I was like, I know like it's a predator. I just have to like look it in the eye. And I was like, get out of here. I was like yelling. I had this water bottle. I was like crunching it and like yelling at it. And I was like slowly backing up, but like there's this trail, it goes under these overpasses. There's not like, Oh, I can just cut up the hill. And there's just like people. It's like, no, there's roads everywhere. There's more coyotes up the hill. It's it's so far back. You're saying it would have taken a long time to find your body is what you're saying. Exactly. (laughs) And there's like nobody else around. I'm like, this is this is insane. I'm like, I, there's really, I'm going to get bit by a Cody right now. Something scratched. I was preparing myself to literally fight this animal. Um, and, and then like, as I got, I got maybe like 30 feet away, just backing up and it was slowly coming at me. But when it got to the lizard, the, the lizard was like a coyote and like jumped and like flailed. <laughs> and then it got distracted by the lizard and grabbed it and ran into the bush, like this, there's sort of like a V in the path and it ran right into the middle of these bushes. And I was like, Oh my God, that lizard like distracted the coyote, but it's right there. That it's lizard right sacrificed there. itself. For I you. know it did. This is why I get made <laughs> fun of her saying this story. Um, but then somebody else came down like this path that like it's split and there's like a maintenance path for like the ditch clearly. And then the actual path. And I know the maintenance path ends in like a steep wall and a dude and his puppy come walking down that path. I could see him. And I was like, that coyote is going to kill that puppy. And I was like, hey, hey, guy, guy over there. Hey, hey, like yelling at him. And he clearly thinks I'm like a crazy person. And he's like not <laughs> looking at me. Squinching your water bottle. <laughs> he finally gets close enough. And I'm like, hey, man, there's like a coyote right here. Like, I'm not like for real, your dog. You, I would just pick it up and I would get out of here. And he was like, um, okay. And it was like, Russell, Russell, Russell. And the coyote like popped out of the bushes right beside us again. He goes, oh my God. And grabs his dog and sprints back down the path. And I was like, you can't just run. We got to pack it. And I was like, oh my God, this guy's bending me. And I'm like jogging backwards. And this coyote's like jogging at us. Wow. And eventually now I was like. has sustenance from that lizard. Like the coyote. It has the energy. You know, exactly. Yeah. And I was the like. Gatorade for a coyote. <laughs> that lizard is the first time it's ever tasted meat. Now it wants more. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, this is crazy. So I'm like jogging backwards down this path. And eventually I'm like, I got to get out of here. And I like turn and, and book it. And I get to like the steep wall part and like just clamber up. It. It's got like some texture. I made it up the wall. I turn around. The coyote's just at the bottom, just staring and jogged away. And I was like, nobody's ever going to believe this just happened to me. It's crazy. It was crazy. Were the, handhold, were the handhelds? painted in yellow so you could climb the steep wall like how did you know no i'm more of like a breath of the wild climber like anything oh, yeah. i'm like just pro unless it's like as long as you had stamina wet. you didn't yeah. have to get halfway up and go <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and it's like a man. scene from the last of us man that was great that's crazy yeah. what an amazing thing did yeah. you so the next day you had to make that walk again right i'm so glad that you asked me because i started do, like i'm like what am i gonna do i do oh, Lana got walk. a car uh, I did so not. That was the day she bought a car. I wish it was the day I bought a car. The and next drove day, it down that path. <laughs> <laughs> that would have hit me a coyote. <laughs> the next day, I put like a big wrench in my bag from my toolbox, and I was like, "I'm gonna wrench this 
coyote. That's all I had. If I had to, and I'm going to eat. That's amazing. I'm going to eat an apple or something on the way to work. I'm going to eat food. So if it comes at me, I'll just throw the food because it like the lizard. I'll be like, get that food. <laughs> and sure enough, I like, I'm walking down the same path. And then there's sort of like this fence and it like is on the other side of the fence. I'm not lying. This I get made fun of for this story because it sounds so outrageous. And it like looks at me on the other side of the fence and then looks where the gap in the fence is. And it starts jogging towards it. And I'm like, not today, coyote. And I start like running and they get across like this bridge and over to like where society is. And the coyote's like right there. And I was like, yeah, get out of here, man. You can't. But then this jogger walks by in the other direction like, jogging completely ignores the coyote a coyote looks at me looks at the jogger goes at the jogger and i was like hey and threw the apple at it and it looked at the apple looked at the jogger grabbed the apple and walked away i saved that guy's life i paid it forward baby. paid it forward amazing and then I, the coyotes were gone so i think people had reported that there was that's amazing attacking people it was very intense i love the idea <laughs> that you woke up the next day and you're like i'm gonna have to do this again i'm gonna have to do this again yeah. Like, there's no part of you that's like, no, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I was ready to fight with a wrench. <laughs> I, yeah, wrench. I picture like the Evil Dead 2 or Army of Darkness, like go into the work shed, find your tools, and you're like, uh, wrench. Yeah. Apple. Wrapping it in barbed <laughs> yeah. wire. <laughs> I I was hoping this story was going to end with you and the and the coyote becoming friends, and it was like a meet cute, you know? It was oh. just like a... I the, wish. It's I like, wish. that's my pet coyote, Maxwell. You know, I, here, thought, Maxwell. I thought about it. I was well, on day three. I was genuinely like, should I bring like, I mean, I'm, I'm broke. I'm like, should I bring like some deli meat to throw it in and be like, look, I'll feed you. <laughs> eating better than me. you. Yeah. <laughs> no, what you got to do is you got to stop by the pet store and see if they have any lizards for sale. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Two. Three, three quick small stories that are related. Two are about dogs, coyotes, and one unrelated, but about an animal, a wild animal, and, and maybe dying. So the first one uh, is a, a friend who's a comedian who was very high one day. This is in San Diego. And we see them the next day, <laughs> several days later, whenever it was, the next time we saw them, with like gouge marks on their arm and like hospital bandaging. We were like, what happened? <laughs> He goes, I was at my friend's house, really high. We walked into the backyard, and I thought I saw a doggy. It wasn't. <laughs> wow. And this a coyote or some other animal attacked him. Very funny. That makes it hilarious. <laughs> makes me, hilarious. He's fine. I makes thought me I giggle. saw a doggy. <laughs> I thought I saw a doggy. Second. Hey, doggy. Come here. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't imagine being the friend. Yeah, at that part. Like, what, where's, where's Devin? Oh, my God. Um. <laughs> then I had a friend in college. That's what happened who, to me. It was a goose. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I had a friend in college who was clearly afraid of dogs, but for whatever reason, didn't want to just say, I'm afraid of dogs. Like, hey, I don't want to go to your apartment. You have a dog. I'm afraid. I don't like dogs. I'm afraid of dogs. And then someone finally called him out on it. And they're like, dude, you're afraid of dogs. And he stands up, puffs up, and he goes, why would I ever be afraid of a dog? If it jumps at me, grab its legs, cross them, boom, crushed its chest, killed it. <laughs> what? And, we're like, and it was almost like the Princess Lacey Park or whatever. Like it <laughs> flew off the tip of his tongue so fast and so pronounced that we were just like. He's thought about that before. That's rehearsed. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's the plan You're, that he's had in place for a while. He's looked up most effective way to kill a dog, and <laughs> yeah. that was it. Pick up his legs, cross them, boom, caved in its chest. Dead. I win. Uh, 
last little quickie when we were in wyoming last summer maybe two summers ago maybe i said this on the show after it happened we were out hiking and uh we hear people down like there's like a river and like we're up in the mountain the hill area and we hear people down in the river like the lake area in a, in, a, in their uh kayak yelling what we thought is claire which is my youngest daughter's name mm-hmm. and we're like huh must be someone we we know oh, we look oh we don't claire oh look at that oh cool we don't know <laughs> oh bear oh crap and then we turn and there's you know mama bear and two baby bear like you know maybe 10 yards away from us and claire it's like panicking and freaking out and i pick her up and we're doing all the things you're supposed to do when you see a bear or whatever and i remember claire just leans into me and whispers and she goes now that you're holding me just know if i die it's your fault your daughter said that to you (laughs) wow that was like duly noted uh was she dead serious yes oh yes like (laughs) scared petrified and like if i die it's your fault that out and i was like uh-huh i got it thanks for that yeah. <laughs> not wrong not wrong but <laughs> i mean g- generally that's the case though it doesn't even have to be a bear attack it's like just gen- <laughs> as a parent if your six-year-old dies you know generally speaking <laughs> your fault. or the gooses, you know it's like one of the two it's gonna be <laughs> oh, oh man. so funny man that coyote what's that coyote up to now is it at riot or did it go to- <laughs> Uh, I just, still a blizzard. No, it, it, it I think it's surfing in San Diego. He like got tired of just being. Well, no, uh, you know we could have met a foul end because one time when it was raining a lot in Irvine, I was like on my lunch run down the San Diego Creek Trail, which again is like an empty, disgusting ditch. And I was like, "This is the picture of Irvine, baby. This is it. SoCal living. One side, glass." balcony vines beautiful manicured house on the right empty disgusting ditch dead coyote four vultures that's like <laughs> that's it that's the picture of Irvine yeah. so maybe that was him that was him dang he finally yeah. finally got his comeuppance <laughs> messed with the wrong lizard coyote <laughs> ate that poison apple that Atlanta brought with her oh, I no white I poisoned style. it <laughs> snow white style <laughs> She, I just want to just real quickly flash back to, I don't know, 20 minutes ago when I said, buckle up, we're about to go on a tangent. And there was a tiny part of each of you that was doubting it, right? That was a little part of you. I was like, really, I need to buckle up. And here we are, right? Glad we buckled up. Shouldn't we just say that at the beginning of every Wednesday show? It's probably not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. That's so what I we do. We'll say I don't remember at all what we were talking about previously. No, neither do I. <laughs> it could not have been anywhere near as interesting as this. <laughs> I think we were about to solve world hunger. I think we were like, right, <laughs> it was the tip of our tongues. We were right there. And then geese came in. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Then <laughs> geese hit. Um, total change of subject. Did you both get like a million emails yesterday and today? I feel like for me, whatever New Year holiday <laughs> was on is over. And it's like, oh, it's February. Here's, and I feel like even in video game news, there's been so much news. I've hmm. getting so many emails. Like there was like, remember my New Year's resolution was inbox zero. Yesterday was the day that tested that resolve. It you was like, up? oh, really? You no, up? I didn't. I, I stuck through it, but. You gotta give up. You gotta give man, up. Man, it was a lot. There's no and point. I was wondering, so many. So See, many the, the, emails. The good news is, Christian, if you don't care, you don't even notice when there's a heavy 
flow day of emails. You know what I'm saying? You don't even notice. <laughs> I probably should have phrased that differently. I'm like trying to think of some other way to make that into a more disgusting metaphor. And I, no, I'm refusing. I'm refusing. Don't, don't talk to Jeff today. It's a it's a heavy heavy email day for Jeff. He's, uh, you know? he's in a bad mood. Oh, I'm gonna start <laughs> just saying that at work. Oh, it's a heavy flow day. Lots of emails. Lots of emails. Lots of emails. What did you think I meant? <laughs> Trevor, I thought we fired you after the ski trip. What are you still doing here? <laughs> for cause. Uh, <laughs> I think we were talking about board cause. games. I think is what we were talking about. We were. And somehow, at, at like celebrity we were, and know. maybe something. Oh, right now, I remember that. I remember. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. God. You said, a con- I got it. I did no it. Cares, Christian, we moved on. No, let me have this moment. We're talking about my- our periods now. <laughs> <laughs> you were both fans of the diva cup i assume of Big course yeah. yeah my favorite it's my favorite race in mario kart <laughs> it's definitely 200 cc if you know what i'm talking about <laughs> and sometimes have you ever tried to play it backwards lana that is difficult um the mirror mode is hard. Um, venturing out and maybe more inappropriate, and I could ask my wife, are Diva Cups new or just, I mean, like 10 years, I feel like. I was like unaware. I've been married for a very long time. I feel like yeah. I was unaware of them. And then maybe it's been 10 years. And I was like, yeah, why didn't we all know about, like they're in TV shows. It was just not talked about. I don't know. I think anyway. they're new. I hadn't heard about them. And then it, all, I, it was like that moment where I'm like, all my friends, like you tell me you've never heard of one and you're an idiot. And I'm like, I guess so. Like, what is it? Um, it's the it's first the time best. I've heard of it right now. So oh. I, I don't, we don't need to go into it. But <laughs> <laughs> It's a reusable silicone, silicone often cup, made cup mm-hmm. that you use when you're menstruating. So you're not, Disp- using disposable oh, I see. things it's all the, the environment. time, and, and you, you don't, have less yeah. uh, less chance of getting toxic shock because you, like the th- ways that they make feminine products, they'll mm. be like, "It's cotton, supposedly, maybe." Right. Just right. put it up there and Just find shove out. it in there and leave it in there all day. Yeah. Good luck. Well, I'll so, tell you what it makes me no think coyotes. of. <laughs> 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 we, made, we made it forty five minutes before we lost the entire audience, but that's okay. <laughs> Um, You're telling me this show isn't excited to talk about popular menstrual products? I thought that's why you brought me on. Give us money to hear us talk about this. This is what they pay for. We sold bras for years. I I bought bras from you. I'm wearing one right now. Well, that's just because I sell them secondhand out of my trunk of my car. You'll never hey, believe where I got these. Hey, you look scared like you're running from a coyote. You need some full support. No slip straps. No yes. slip straps. Uh, I will tell you Half what cup that size is for those coyote morning. <laughs> coyote morning. The coyote morning. Uh, it makes me think of something that I've often uh, I've often mused on as I've gotten older. This diva cup thing. Oh. Is there isn't anything, any mundane thing. I mean, not that that's mundane, but there isn't any facet of life that 
over the course of the decades I've been on this planet is not iterated upon and improved, right? Like somebody is always thinking of a new way to do something. Like, mm-hmm. have you ever, have you like gone to the store and bought a stapler lately? Like, they don't look oh. anything like the staplers that I had when I was a kid. Like, somebody figured out a better way to make a stapler or scissors or it doesn't matter <laughs> what the stupid thing is. They they get better over time. Like, somebody is improving upon even the stuff that it feels like we figured it out. You know, we figured it out. There's no need to make a better version of a scissors. And that you can go to the store and buy, like, high-tech awesome scissors that somebody figured out a better way to make you know and i'm always i'm just mystified by that fact that there is something there is is there like a is this like a moore's law is there going to be an upper end to the to the innovation of certain things it just feels crazy to me that you can continue improving upon things everything I right, that was think, a dead end topic. <laughs> no, no, no. I was, I was thinking because there was something that I was talking about with a friend that we both had this moment of like, yeah, there's still no better way to do that. And I, I'm trying to remember. I can't pull it like I can the, the name of a park I went to when I was 10. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of what it was and I can't, I can't find it. But it was this thing of like, yeah, we have, we truly have not iterated on on that at all all i can think about right now is crayons and i know they make other crayons but they're not as good as just like crayons but that's not the thing that my friend and i were talking about i have friends they live in canada you don't know them (laughs) 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 we talk about things it's not how do you spell how do you say that word the 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 thing you use to make colors on a little kid's drawings a what crayon it's almost like one syllable when you say it. Yeah, it sounds like you say crayon, like crayons. a crayon apple. Ah, crayons. Yeah, crayon. It's How a crayon. It? Isn't it a crayon? Well, is there a word that you always get called out for for saying weird? I have one. Apparently, crayon. 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 Oh, it's my crayons. Crayon. <laughs> uh, what color crayon are you using? Yeah, crayon. Yeah, like a berry color. Yeah, crayon. Cray- like I want to hear you both say, 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 both I, say it for I, me. I, I crayon. Color crayons with my gran. Yeah, say it. Say it, Jeff. Go ahead. Crayon. It's a crayon. That's crayon. That sounds like something from Star Trek. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> written. C R A Y O N. The crayons. Right? The crayons are hostile. <laughs> Set phasars to stun with a crayon. <laughs> crayon. Cram? Oh, yeah, kids, you, you, go get your crayons, huh? Yes. Yes, yeah. squish them together. How do you spell the company that makes crayons? How do you pronounce the company that makes crayons? Easy. Krola. <laughs> I had to really try on that. <laughs> Crayola, Crayola. Yeah. It's like payola, but with a cray. It's Crayola. It's Crayola right. make so a crayon. Crayola makes crayons, not, no, not crayons. No, Crayola makes crayons. Okay. <laughs> What's your word, Lana, that you made fun of? Uh, how do you say the outfits that you wear in Halloween? A costume? Yeah. Costume. Costume. 
Well, liquid U's, see, Americans uh, have abandoned the liquid U. Uh, and this is something that I learned in theater school. Made a lot of money. Are you about this. to validate me? Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm it, making it, Jeff listen to this episode. Well, the, 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 yeah, please make he Jeff listen. He doesn't listen when he does them. So yeah, he's, he's a real right now. terrible husband. How do you say? Well, I thought you meant this Jeff. He also oh. doesn't listen. How do you say um, the first name of, of the video game character, Newcomb? Oh, see, I know how you say it because I I hear it when you say it. I say Duke, but you would say Duke. I would say Duke because the Duke pukes, but the Duke pukes, right? Yeah. The Duke pukes. That's not how you say puke. <laughs> we all say puke. Why don't we say yeah. Duke? You also say it's the same word. Tune in. I said I use liquid use because I was yeah. trained to do that in theater school because so, you say. But I don't say costume. I, I say, say costume. Costume. Oh, with a ch sound. Yes, costume. It's costume. Costume. Oh, that's wrong. I say. I, say... <laughs> 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 I was like, yes. There's like a reason no I do this. this. <laughs> no, babe. There was no paid DLC this week. You don't need to listen to that. <laughs> Just <laughs> one snippet. <laughs> the part where it sounds like I'm really gonna get set up. <laughs> so on 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 Crayola Crayola's stuck on crayons. Crayola on Crayola's website. It says, "What's the correct way to pronounce crayon?" Really, it says that on the website. Webster's Dictionary states the proper way to pronounce crayon is two syllables: crayon. However. Individual and regional dialects have slightly different pronunciations. Please note that crayon is a generic term. Crayola is our company name and is a tra- registered trademark. That's all they really care about. But I, yeah. I wonder if it is like a regional. Maybe that is the one. Like when I moved to the Bay Area in fifth grade, before that, I said y'all all the time. And I don't have a problem with y'all. I think it's a nice contraction and useful and in, in, in everyday It's actually pretty useful because it's gender neutral, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. But Instead I of got, you guys, which is... You know, or you not. all, or well, you know, y'all is we, you all, right? Right, but saying it right as a yeah, yeah. Um, I got mocked for it. That was my word apparently then, so I dropped it, and I never went back to picking it up as like part of my daily speech. And people later as a group were like, "Oh, you're from Houston? I, I can't hear it." Like I have a apparently not what they would expect to be a big city Southern uh, as, uh, dialect or accent, but maybe. Crayon is my southern slang. I'm curious if our <laughs> listeners Did you... pronounce crayon. crayon. I was going to say, I've never heard you, like, in my brain, I'm always like, oh, yeah, Pasadena. But, right. like, the fact that you're from Texas, you don't have anything that I associate with, like, hey, hey, no. y'all. You don't, have you ever twanged? Were you ever a twangy guy? I, I mean, the only twang I have is the nasal punk rock, uh, pop punk. <laughs> <laughs> nasal twang of like i'm lonely i mean that's lonely uh, do you have a wrong how would you all like to p- play with crayons with me <laughs> my name's christian spicer and i like playing with crayons it gets very close I to like the spice my favorite man. colors blue <laughs> i'll just color blue crayons all day long up in here so now just raise the pitch, Jeff, and you've got the Spice Man voice. You found it. That is it. I also enjoy red. I'll enjoy red and yellow. Oh, yellow's a great crayon color. I'm going to pee my pants. 
All right, Lana's got to go. We got to get out of here. Have you ever seen a cayenne can? (laughs) They'll give you a cayenne crayon all day long. I can color with cayenne crayons. What color are you going to color that goose? Let me tell you a story about geese. Get on on old grandpa's lap here. Geese geese are real. Uh, Let me tell you about them. Here's why they stink. Your grandpappy has a pet goose. Didn't want it. Got it. Best part about it, it hates my grandson. Did you know you can buy an entire can of cayenne cans? Yes, you can. You can. You can. can. I'll just color with my can of cayenne cans. Well, some might say, Jeff, that this episode turned coyote ugly at the end. Anyway. That's our episode about board games. <laughs> Just Thanks, got up on the table. And, and that's uh, running with scissors. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting this nonsense. We <laughs> appreciate it. I am grateful. I Hey, listen, I got to go back and take care of my kids all day long. So this is probably the last time I'll laugh all day. <laughs> I'm, I'm so happy. I'll send you voice memos of me just saying crayon so you can yeah. just hear it and laugh at me periodically. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you for supporting the show, ladies and gentlemen. Please pass the word along so more people can be subjected to this. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Have a good afternoon.